All right, all right. Welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace, and you are tuned in to Simplify Complexity, your relationship podcast. We are always grateful that you would take the time to, to listen and to, to be here with us. We are always honored. And so we want to encourage you, please go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can find more information about us. There you can sign up for our newsletter. You can also sign up for our giveaway. We, we try to give things away once a month. And don't forget to subscribe, 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 whatever you're podcast app is, whether or not if it's on iTunes or if it's on Google, make sure you subscribe, send it to somebody, give us some likes and and, and try to uh, share it with somebody. Please share it. Let people know, leave a review. And we are always grateful for that. Today, I am excited because we have a, a, a special guest host, and her name is Daphne Wynn. She is the host of Straight Talk with Daphne Radio in Atlanta. Say hello, Daphne. Hi, everybody. And how are you doing today? I am excellent and I excited. I know. So, so what's the weather like in, in ATL? It's bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, man, I mean, it's like we had like sprinkles here in California in May. So it was a, it, yeah. it was a little trippy. So, it rained last night and it was overcast today. And then the sun came out and now it's kind of cool. So yeah, it doesn't I, know what it want to yeah. do, right? And then, I feel like sometimes relationships can feel bipolar, <laughs> right? It's like people just... <laughs> Like you, you're one way one day, you're one way another day. Like even in the morning, like I don't know what it. I feel like it's mainly women. So I'm gonna say, what's up, Daphne? What, what's going on? <laughs> well, I can be a little moody at times. I'm told, um, right. but don't hold that against me. Right, right. Well, I, I call it a, when God is talking to me. I have to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that's right. So, but I, I know us men, we can be moody too. So, ladies, don't beat me up. Yeah, y'all have different mood swings. Yeah. Yes, we do. Well, our our topic today is we're going to talk about should you kiss on the first date. <laughs> and so this this is definitely going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to that, I want to encourage you. Please go to HarrisBooker.me. He is one of our sponsors, and he just wants to share information about life insurance. And so he's with Trans America Premier Life. So please go to HarrisBooker.me. Check out more information as far as what he is offering, and and mainly be informed. God, you know. We are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And when it comes Absolutely. to insurance, sometimes that's something we wait to do. And mm-hmm. it kind of comes back as a haunt us. So yep. so with that said, um, when I told you about the topic, well, what's the first thing that went through your head? Should, <laughs> uh, no, actually, I want to go here, Daphne. Have you ever kissed uh, on the first day? You know I had to ask that, right? That. Okay, so have you ever kissed on the first day? Absolutely, I have. Okay, so tell us about the experience. We, we want to kind of get into this. So like you have, so, you have so to be detailed, but not too detailed. that come to mind, right? Okay. Um, when I was in college, my, like, my first, I'll just say that. First um, kiss? When I met him, uh, not first kiss, this, you know, my first. He was oh, the first oh. person I ever experienced sexually. Okay, okay, um, okay. He ended up being that person. Okay. But when we met... Uh, he was from New York and I was in school in North Carolina at the time. And so when he came down to visit, we went out on a date and we we're just sitting talking and he asked me if I wanted to kiss him. And I didn't. I was like, no, hmm. I was very attracted to him. But I was just like, no, nah, I don't really want to do that. OK, um, but he, but it was just kind of awkward and I didn't want to like bruise his ego. So I was like, OK, you know, and we did. And I really didn't get like goosebumps or anything goosebumps. like that. Now, that's interesting because I don't think I've ever asked. Like, I, I feel like the moment is gone, kind of like. Right. You, to me, you got to kind of, you're right. feeling the, the energy. So that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that, that was interesting. Yeah. 
And yeah, that, that's so that, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, womp, womp, like that. <laughs> right, so now I, I feel like my first kiss kind of was similar to uh, uh, a lot of people. Um, really young, I want to say maybe middle school. Uh-huh. And it, it kind of came in a form of like the truth or dare you know, type type <laughs> setting where you, you really like somebody, so you're trying to to kind of get them into a truth or dare, and y'all hanging out, and and this was one summer where we would just always go to the pool, and it seemed like we was at the pool all day, and you kind of had the other people in the apartments, and yeah, so that was kind of like my first little um, kiss. It was it was out of truth or dare, but you remember it though. I do remember it. I actually do remember that. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I now, guess you got to remember, remember the first kiss, kiss right? Thirteen. That, that, it, and I'm saying first kiss, meaning not like a smack. I mean, first time, like open mouth kiss. Yeah, that was, that was it. That, that, yeah, yeah that was I was it. 13. I remember. And it was so funny. Me and him are still friends. Yeah. He was eating and he had like meat in his mouth. It was just uh, Yeah, that is. <laughs> now, so to be honest... I, I really didn't get anything from my first kiss. It was kind of like, and, and that's right. why I want to kind of go is because I feel like, especially the whole idea of kissing on the first date mm-hmm. is an impression that we don't necessarily get biblically, but right. rather culturally. Yeah. You know, it's an idea that we see in movies. It's an idea that we see, right. you know, maybe from books that we read. And mm-hmm. and so I know for me, it was kind of like, okay, a kiss, and I guess this is what you're supposed to do. And I've never, you know, had this French kiss, you can say. And and mm-hmm. so it was kind of nasty. You know, it was kind of like weird, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm, I'm just being honest. I, I, I'm sure people wow. that are listening right now, they can say the first time that, you know, they had tongue and, you know, just, it was like, ah, like, okay, this is weird. Wow. S- slop and spit and, you know, so, hey. Yeah, yeah. And at least, I, at least I, I don't I think they have food in their mouth, and so I don't know. <laughs> All right, so so, I, so oh, go ahead, please. I was gonna say I actually um, agree with you from that standpoint, but I was gonna add. I think also one of the things that I remember in terms of kissing was almost like it 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 solidified you being like growing up. Mm, that's a good like point. mature. Like that, yeah. Like kissing was like yeah, you know what I'm saying I've arrived at this place. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing how we have so many false impressions because that has nothing to do right. with maturity. Yeah. And yeah. but yet we we associate these things to maturity or to intimacy or we're a couple, we're an item. So, you know, before we get too deep into it, so so what are your first thoughts? Should you? Because that's that's ultimately we're asking the question, should you or kiss on the first date? My first thought was no, but I wanna add something to the no okay i would say no unless it's someone you've known for a while and you've had previous history with okay okay um like you know maybe you've been best friends for a long time and you decide to take it to a different level and you go out on a date and all this you know feelings have manifested that's been there all the time and you know you kind of just go with the moment Okay, okay. I would say that that is possibly the only comfort zone I would probably have with kissing on the first date. But a stranger, I would be like, no. Okay. And I'm glad you kind of went there. And that's kind of what was on my heart. And I'm so careful because for those that are listening, I I definitely don't want you to feel like, okay, this is 
these rules and and then that's all we need is more kind of like rules a right. b c one two three and and oftentimes right. relationships aren't really like that where it's mm-hmm. really just trusting and, and leaning you know on god right but with that as you kind of mentioned one of the things i believe and one of the things i've, I've taught and I've, I've shared in my book and please i want to encourage people to go get it um yes Thank you. Thank you. So Chasing Happily Ever After on Amazon. And so one of the things I share is is that physical intimacy, physical touch, it says something. Yeah. And when you begin to kiss, that that is something intimate. That is something mm-hmm. special. And and mm-hmm. so when you do that, you're saying something. And and that's why I thought it was interesting when you were saying, well, if you've known each other, then maybe it's okay, but Ultimately, right. if you don't really know that person, then you shouldn't because when you do kiss, it says something. Right. Now, for you, I'm just interested for you, what does kissing say to you? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and be transparent, which okay. is just part of my nature. I, I um, we appreciate I, it. I, I, I like kissing more than, you know, sex or because it's so intimate and I think it says a lot Hmm. for me the communication of kissing is more endearing than taking it to another level Hmm. um so for me what kissing says to me is how that person may feel about you and it could also translate where this could go yeah Uh, to me it's like and you know you've probably heard the expression you could tell a lot about a person by the way they kiss. Okay, okay. Um, but I wouldn't say that that's something you should have habitually, you know, as a part of your testing or trial period if you're in the dating scene. I personally don't even just do the whole dating thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just don't know how to do it. Like, you know, go out with Jim on Wednesday and then next Friday is Bob. It's like, no. Right. I, I can't do that. So for the listeners, I definitely am not saying or condoning that you go out there and explore like that, because I don't agree with that. And especially for women, we're very emotional. I happen to have a pretty good balance with my emotions. So, you right. know, I, I don't I live by what I call the rule of no assumption. So. Just because he kissed me doesn't mean we're getting married next week, <laughs> ladies. Okay, well, I want to build on that for a moment because the, the, what I mean by that, it says something. I just want to add to what you were saying is that I, that I feel like when you kiss something, you just don't kiss anybody, right? No. And so mm-hmm. when you end up having different forms of physical intimacy, mm-hmm. that physical intimacy says that you are at a different place, that you two are 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 in a different place than just anybody else. Right. And what I think what we've done unconsciously and sometimes consciously is, is, is we've devalued or we've cheapened kissing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've cheapened certain forms mm-hmm. of physical intimacy, though even uh, holding hands, it says something. Yeah. Because you, you just don't hold hands with a stranger. You just don't hold hands with a friend. And even if right. that friend is of the, the opposite sex and, and and you just don't hold hands with people unless there's some deeper connection. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I believe what happens is that sometimes we, in our 
excitement, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We we like somebody <laughs> and we end up becoming physically intimate. But we're now physically progressing the relationship further than where it physically is. Right. So right. I, I want to add on that and then I want to get your thoughts. So if we just met and we're on our first date or maybe mm-hmm. we met two for we've, we've known each other for maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we? We're we're uh, associates, <laughs> right? I, you know, I don't really know you. You don't really know me. So we're we're associates. I don't even know right. if we're friends. No, we definitely are not friends in two it, weeks. I right, mean, you can still be psycho, right? You know, right. so there's some psycho guys out there. There's some psycho women. Oh yes, oh yes. And oh, so yes. so now, if I'm <laughs> physically intimate in kissing. Mm-hmm. What we're yeah. physically doing is is something that is meant for a couple. It's something that's meant for yeah. courtship. Absolutely. And so we've cheap. So so now we wonder why sometimes we're confused in relationships is because what we're doing physically doesn't match with what we say we are. What right. we're we're operating under as are we friends? Are we associates? Mm-hmm. Or are we a couple that's courting? What are your thoughts on some of those? Well, I totally agree with that. I think that um, I think that there is a major sense of devaluing Hmm. um, culturally what it is that we're supposed to do when we're progressing to get to know a person. Hmm. Um, I think that there are a lot of different elements that have a lot that have attributed to that. Um, For women, one of the thoughts that came to me is that I and and for myself, I can say this. I think that we've been under pressure yes, um, yes, that's because a good point. of the level of competition now. Um, he's like, oh, shoot, if I can't get a kiss on the first date, I'll just go out with, you know, Debbie. And I have some kid. thoughts you know on that. That's a, that is an interesting point. I love <laughs> that you went there. Um, but please yeah. keep going. So, like, so, you know, for women, it's it's a little harder, I believe, because you know, there's so much pressure on us to conform. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, one of the reasons why I don't date a lot is because I'm not a conformist. Um, I do have a certain standard. I hold my standard high for a reason. Hasn't always been that high. Um, But when I, when I learned my own value and who I was and what I wanted for myself, um, and to be able to manage my own emotions, I had to make some decisions like, you know what, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of men, they'll kiss you because they know what you're going to think about it when they right. have absolutely no intentions on materializing what it is that they're communicating falsely to you with a kiss or holding hands or being intimate. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are some yeah. good points. And and one of the things that comes to my mind, there's, there's, there's two thoughts that kind of came to my mind as you were speaking mm-hmm. on that. And and one of the first ones is, is that we have an opportunity to really judge a person and their commitment, not only to God, but their commitment to your principles and to, and to what mm-hmm. you believe. And, and so when you have a right. man or a woman who are saying basically, unless you're willing to do what everybody else is doing, unless you're really right. willing to meet my need right now, then I'm out of here. We should right. actually say, thank you. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for revealing that a little <laughs> bit early versus me getting emotionally attached right. and emotionally involved when you're really not seeking God's will mm-hmm. and you're not even trying, you know, and you, and, right. and in that you really don't care about my convictions. You don't really care about, you know, the standards that I'm trying to hold to. Yeah, I think that I, mean, I totally I love that because <laughs> that's that is actually one of my um, I guess I could say issues with the whole dating scene is that my question has always been, well, what is it that he really wants from me? Hmm. You know what I mean? Do you really want to get to know who I am? Do you care about how I feel um, when a person can just totally uh, dismiss how you feel about something. Right. It could be it could be something very surface. It, had, it doesn't have to be deep. But when they dismiss it as if, um, because you know, I know you've heard it. Maybe you've said it before. But you know, we're all adults. You know, that's what they say. You know, we're adults. Okay, so we're adults. What does that mean? Right. Some manipulative tactic to get you to do it, lower your standards and mm. submit and conform. And it's like, no, okay, yeah, we're adults. And I choose as an adult to make a decision for myself. You can either adhere to that <laughs> or you can get to step and hit the road, Jack. You know, it's just well, and, and here's the thing marriage and relationships are all about sacrifice. Right. They're all about giving and and really giving to one another and sacrificing for one another. So if you find a person who's unwilling to do that early in, rela- in a relationship, mm-hmm. what makes us mm-hmm. think that that person is going to do it later? Right. If, if we exactly. struggle to have the disciplines mm-hmm. to really sacrifice for one another when it comes to maybe holding off on intimacy, what mm-hmm. makes us think that we're going to all of a sudden just have all this discipline once we're married? <laughs> Once all of a sudden you're getting on my nerves and I'm not as attractive to you. And then all of a sudden I see the next hot thing next to me and she's super attractive. And so I'm just moved by my attractions. Wow. Is that, is that the main thing that moves me? And, and, and so we have to have discipline inside of relationships. And one of the, the first places and the best places that you see whether or not if a person is willing to sacrifice and have discipline is early in a relationship. It's right. early in that meeting process. And, and that's why I call dating data collecting. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I love your book. And again, it's so funny. This is one of the things I wanted to ask you when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about the whole intimacy piece, because that was my question a lot of times. What is okay and what's not? And so the whole ideology of kissing on the first date um, is something that I think people think it's old fashioned is what they say about it. It's like, you know, it's only, I mean, it's just kissing. That's what they think. So it's like, they don't think long-term. They don't think um, standard. They don't think, you know, how to keep yourself guarded um, from feelings. And, and like, you know, the Lord told us in the word of God is, you know, what man can take fire in his bosom and not get burned. I well, mean, well, come on. You start kissing. I'm going to tell you, my grandma used to always tell me growing up when I was younger, she'd say, you know, baby, kissing leads to other things. That's what she used to always say to me. And it does. And I, I mean, we, the does. first base to second base to third base, <laughs> okay. there's truth to it. You know, you. The whole run. Okay. I don't know too many people that all of a sudden they just go from zero to in the bed. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, unless I mean, you just got some other stuff going on, it, normally I mean. <laughs> there's a there's a especially now now mind you, especially when you're trying to adhere to mm-hmm. God's mold and God's desire mm-hmm. for relationships. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and one of the best analogies I've heard, Daphne, is where you take a frog and you throw a, a frog in boiling hot water, mm. it jumps out. But if you put a frog in lukewarm water and slowly turn up the heat, it will cook to death. And it's the same thing for us. It's the same thing when it comes Mm. to our physical intimacy is we've actually, I'm trying to, um, we've actually kind of lied to ourselves. Yeah. We've told ourselves it really doesn't mean anything, but our body knows it means something. Mm-hmm. That's why when we are physically intimate, that's why when we end up having sex outside of marriage, that it's so hard when things aren't working out, when there are red flags. And then rather than leaving that, when you see the red flags, you're like, no, I need to stay in this. We need to make it work out. Yeah. But yeah. everything says, get out. Right. Get out of that relationship. But because there's this emotional tie, there's this physical tie as a result of physical intimacy, you find many people struggling to get out of bad relationships when it's not marriage. I mean, hey, I've been there. um, And it's funny, I was telling my one of my girlfriends recently, I've been making this declaration this year. I will not be moved is what I've been declaring. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it encompasses a whole lot of different things. But specifically, as it relates to this topic, um, there are just certain things I'm not going to do that I've done before, mm. you know, because when I evaluate and assess the outcome of some of the decisions I've made, it, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, you're not alone. You are not alone in that. I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and testify good, and say, I'm "Amen." Like, I'm sure that some other people can can get on with you. Yeah, it was like, dude, I should have left you in the line at Walmart. Like, well, now, can I can I add to that? <laughs> Is because we sometimes struggle to temper our feelings. Right. Yeah. We get emotionally attached to people that we shouldn't. Right. And that's why we guard our hearts and we're careful about physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. See, because we're loose with physical intimacy, we don't realize that we are getting emotionally involved with somebody that we haven't really vetted yet. Hmm. And 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 now the the damage, now this there's this connection, there's this bond and we're in la la land and everything is great. But then yeah. once our eyes are opened and we begin to see things, it's harder to pull back. So that's one of the reasons why I encourage. And so one of the key things that we're saying is, should you? I would say, no, you should not. You can right. do what you want. But is it wise? Is it wise to, to attach yourself emotionally and physically with somebody that you haven't vetted? Are they worthy of a kiss? Are they mm. worthy of you slowly opening up your heart to that yeah. person? That's good. And, and so that's why I caution and, and really share, like, kissing should be something that is part of the courting process. And so when yeah. you've gone through the, the data collecting stage, when you've gone through that vetting process to say, okay, you know what, I've, I've, I feel like this can go on to something. 
I feel like you mm-hmm. are husband material. I feel like you are wife material. And you got you start to court and you're a couple, then you can explore, okay, kissing or different forms of intimacy. Because intimacy isn't a bad thing. No. Now, we should hold off to have sex until marriage. But that doesn't mean you can't cuddle. That doesn't mean that you can't have different forms of intimacy. But just understand your intimacy says something and it causes you to get emotionally involved. And for women, I'll insert because that's really good. I'll just insert for women. We don't need a kiss to be emotionally attached. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All you need so, is like a little brush of the shoulder. I mean, all you need is a couple conversations right. of how good you look and, you know, well, hey, man, when I saw you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, all the stuff that we hear, which is another thing. I don't, I don't sit on the phone and just let guys just talk to me all night. I don't do that because that to me is intimate as well. So the kissing piece, yeah, we have to definitely exercise a lot more restraint and then just find a way to place the value on kissing at a higher level. Put it up there with sex. Um, And there's some people um, where they don't have they don't kiss until they get married. Now, I I personally believe that's a little bit extreme. That's extreme. I'm sorry. That's extreme. You know, so but 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 (laughs) but here's the thing. If that's what God puts on your heart, Mm -hmm. then you have to be obedient to God because you actually said something really profound and deep when we first started this. You said for you, kissing is more intimate Mm -hmm. than sex. Yeah. So remember what sex is this consummation of this marriage. Right. This is supposed to be the mm-hmm. a deep emotional tie. And so if for you that's kissing. Yeah. So that's why you do have to guard kissing different. And that's where we know ourselves. We 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 have to be right. in tune with those things about ourselves. And we have to value those things and we communicate those things. And so if, if I'm dating you and you tell me that kissing is a deep thing for you and, and kissing is, is as deep as sex, then I have to reapproach. I have to value how you value it. Yeah. And I think what happens is, again, going back to this whole male-female um, battle. There are not very many men who share your same thoughts. And, I, and I'm not talking about men that don't know the word. I'm talking about men that are living and walking in the word. And so if you're a woman of God um, who is looking for a man of God, the, the scarcity in, in a equal mutual understanding about what it Mm. is that we both (laughs) how we should govern ourselves is just not out there if i want to speak on that if i can (laughs) because there is truth to it but i think there's the opposite side that we're not always speaking about because i found as a godly man that (laughs) you find the same thing with women where women that you would think are these you know, yeah, just all in for God and, and their activity, their yeah. their outward yeah. expression of their faith is so mm-hmm. clear. But <laughs> it's it's like as soon as they see a godly man, it's like, 
whatever it takes to get you. Wow. And and so it's interesting. <laughs> so so you see some of the, the some of the same things where wow. a lot of times they're their aggressor. I'm going to tell you how I know that's true. <laughs> and I'm in Atlanta. My you know you know the apostle that covers me here uh, called me one day, and he was like, "Dad, I just wanted to say um, I, I'd known him for a few years, um, and he was like, you know, you're an attractive woman." He's like, please don't take this the wrong way. You're an attractive woman. You know, you're sexy. You carry yourself well. You're classy. You're intelligent, business savvy, blah, blah, blah. He said, and you're anointed. He said, and typically a woman who looks like you, I would have heard about her by now. And I'm mm. like, what do you mean? He's, and he's a well-known uh, pastor. He knows mm. a lot mm. of people, not just Atlanta, just worldwide. And he said, he said you know, women like you are basically sleeping around to get speaking engagements and stuff. Like, that's what they do. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's deep. And not just I, for I, sleeping I, I engagements, was, but just floored. to... It's interesting because we feel, we, both men and women, we feel like we have to resort to worldly tactics. Yeah. I to think get somebody. Com- that option thing, I don't know, is this, competition thing that's going on now i think um and the fantasy so for women you know with the fantasy thing you know everybody wants this everybody wants that you know this reality tv that's on right now they have absolutely no standards the whole bachelor show and bachelorette show where you're kissing 900 people that's to see, see and, and that's what we're going to watching that's what we're seeing right. and it's even worse on instagram because you're seeing these nobodies mm. supposed to be becoming somebody and and rather than being famous they're infamous and i and we've really confused those two words where we're saying oh they're famous no they're just infamous okay and they're 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 famous for the wrong reasons yeah, and we've built popular. these people up and we admire these people and and you you think some of the stuff is scandalous on the bachelor and the bachelorette <laughs> you should see some of the things that people are doing to get subscribers on their YouTube. Get out of town. My listeners know, you know, there somebody right now saying amen. Okay. <laughs> so, well, it definitely is. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I've, I'm it sure has. that our, our listeners have been blessed by what we've been sharing and, and just really great nuggets. Did you, did you have any last nuggets or anything you want to share? No, I'll just say that it was an amazing show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to have been on. Um, when Meghan Markel married Prince Harry, I remember watching the movie that hmm. aired on Lifetime. And I remember one of the scenes in the movie where they basically went on their first, like, kind of, well, it's like a second, third date. And he took her to Africa, like where his mom you know, had been and blah, blah, blah. And they had sex, but she initiated it that night. And I remember calling my mom and saying, Ma, is that why I'm single? <laughs> because I won't <laughs> sleep around on the first date. <laughs> you're, you're not alone. I mean, it, it is so hard. I was like, I, I'm just like, so these are the images that we see. And I think that's just the issue. But I totally agree with what you're saying. Just don't do it. Exercise restraint and practice discipline and set your standards high. Well, and it's because that's the same discipline 
that you're going to need to have a lasting relationship. Absolutely. And if we have to resort to doing those things to get someone, then imagine what needs mm. to happen to keep someone. Wow. That's a great point. And and so it, it's tough. It is not easy. So for those that are listening, what we're saying, we understand it is not easy. It is extremely mm-hmm. difficult, especially when you've been single for a while, when you've been you've been trying to do it God's way and you keep running across these men <laughs> or women that they just keep resorting to worldly practices. And yeah. it's tough. It's, it's, it's extremely tough. It's tough, but you can you can do it. Yeah. yeah because man, somebody's is worthy able. of you waiting. Somebody is worthy. Yeah, absolutely. Waiting. Well, I want to finish with a uh, scripture in Ecclesiastes. And okay. it's uh, chapter 3, verse 1. this, And it says, for <laughs> everything, there is yep. a season. And a time season. for every matter under heaven. A time yep. to be born and a time mm-hmm. to die, a time to plant mm-hmm. and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to weep, a time to laugh. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to add my own little thing in there, a time to kiss okay. and a time to have sex. Okay. And, and, and so we just have to understand there's a season <laughs> for right. things. And, and so just, you don't have to rush. Yeah. You're not in that season when you're first dating. You're not. You're not in that season. So, you know, I I put my own little (laughs) twist on there. So hopefully it'll bless somebody. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. So please, would you like to close us in prayer? And please pray for those that are in the dating circus and um, just everything that is happening there. Amen. So, Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. I first would like to ask that you would continue to expand the reach of Simplify Complexity and Pastor Wallace's yes, Lord. heart, yes, yes. his leadership, his intention towards pleasing you in all that he says and does on this podcast and even in his personal life. I thank you, Father God, for the connection. I ask that you continue to be glorified in all that we say and do. For every listener, every person that's heard this podcast, those that are sharing it with others, Father, we just ask that you would continue to mold them to be more like you, to be more understanding of your purpose for Mm, their life mm, and your purpose for them walking in purity, God, in everything we do. Father, we thank you, God, that you even set standards and boundaries around the lives of your people and that despite what we are surrounded by in the world through media and TV and even the opinions of people that we know, We ask, Father God, that you come in and intervene and set a standard that we can grasp and Mm. that we can hold high in our hearts, in our minds, and in our bodies. So in that, Lord, we just ask that you allow us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, which is our reasonable service. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray, ask, believe, and Amen. 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 Well, Daphne, thank you so much for joining us. It was, it was definitely a blessing, and I'm, I'm sure our, our, our readers enjoyed it. So it please make awesome. sure that you check out Daphne's show, Straight Talk with Daphne, um, the ATL. You can just uh, Google search that, and you'll get all the information you need. <laughs>
Absolutely. All right. So God bless you. God keep you. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, go to your podcast app. Give us a review. We want five stars. We want to hear from you. You can also reach us at simplifycomplexity.org. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. So, this is what you come for. Stand up, put your hands up. Make some noise, party with me. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. It doesn't matter where you're from or who you be. East coast, west coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north, down south.